So I'm stuck on this scenery I'm looking at with this music and listening to the birds sing. I can't wait till spring comes back and I can open up my window and listen to them birds. I was looking at um, Twitter and how some people were responding to Bill Whitfield and the book that he keeps trying to push. And it's like, some of us are, you know, tired of seeing that. How people use Michael to profit themselves and to, to gain notoriety and attention. And, and, you know, Bill didn't really have too much to say. He didn't comment on it because it's like he, along with many other people, are living off of Michael. They are making it so that you know, people think that Bill is a stand-up guy and that he is really being honest in his book and saying all these things about Michael. But when we as fans, when we read this shit and we're listening to him give interviews and talking about the book and stuff that's inside of it, and it's like, we know you lying and we know that what you're saying you know, is a bunch of bullshit because Michael was not a helpless person. He was not a person to be dependent on other people. And um, so he really upset me and painted a picture of Michael that was not fair. Um, He only worked for Michael. Hold on, let me see. He was a bodyguard for Michael. <sighs> Shoot, excuse me. Um, I thought there was a Wikipedia page for him. Maybe that's somebody else. I'm trying to find an article that I can actually pull up um, to figure out how long he's worked for Michael. Okay, so they did a, there was a movie that came out 
And the thing about these things, uh, when people go out and they talk about their experiences of being with Michael, they always have to tell people that they were fans of Michael. And so once people hear that, oh, he was a fan, so he must have loved Michael. And people twist what they actually say into, well, that's just how Michael was, poor thing. So let me read this this article to you guys. It's five fast facts um, you need to know. Bill Whitfield and Javon Beard. They're the two that wrote the book together. But you don't see Javon Beard talking a whole lot. I don't know why. Um, but Bill is always everywhere talking about Michael and trying to defend him and stuff like that. And, you know, I can understand people sharing their experiences but cashing in on Michael and the experience you had with him that's just wrong I don't think that's right so uh let me go ahead and read this article to you guys a new lifetime movie Michael Jackson searching for Neverland tells the story of Michael Jackson's last years from a from a unique perspective it's based on a book co-written by Bill Whitfield and Javon Beard, Jackson's bodyguards. The two wrote the, two th- the 2014's Remember the Time, protecting Michael Jackson in his final days with Tanner Colby. The book was adapted by writer Elizabeth Hunter. Searching for Neverland is directed by Diane Houston. It, de- it debuted on May the 29th at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I don't know what year this article is. Aside from working for Jackson, Whitfield and Beard have gone on to work for Sean Combs, Alicia Keys, Shaquille O'Neal, and others. Their book was published by Weinstein Books. Let's click on that. You can actually click on... Oh, no, it's not... Hold on one second. Let's Google Weinstein Books. I clicked on it and nothing came up. It's a page not found. Weinstein Books is shuttered by Hatch Hatchet Book Group 2017. Let me read this. Um, the fallout from the sexual harassment and assault allegations against producer Harvey Weinstein continued to spread throughout the entertainment industry on Thursday. The Hatchet Book Group announcing that they were shutting down the Weinstein's company, company's publishing imprint, Weinstein Books. Books that are currently under contract will be published by the company's Hatchet Books imprint. And people working at Weinstein Books will join the Hatchet imprint, according to Michael Pietsch. The chief executive of Hatchet Book Group, the imprint, which was originally called Miramax Books, was founded in 2001 by Bob and Harvey Weinstein. It relaunched in 2009 as a part of Persis Books. 
an independent publishing company that Hatchet bought in 2019. The imprint typically publishes around 10 new titles a year. Despite the Weinstein's cachet in the entertainment industry, Weinstein books never made much of a mark in the literary world. Most of its titles tend to be celebrity-driven, memoirs and diet, and wellness books. Over the years, the imprint has published books by some notable names, including Larry King and the Top Chef host and model Padma Lakshmi. Hatchet's quick, decisive reactions to scandal stands in contrast to the publishing industry's reaction to sexual harassment allegations against the former Fox News host Bill O'Reilly. Even after Mr. O'Reilly was fired by Fox, his publishing career has been largely unaffected. He released a new book in his best in, book in his best-selling Killing series last month and promoted the book on television shows. Major book retailers like Barnes & Noble's carried the latest work, Killing England, The Brutal Struggle for American Independence, and displayed it prominently. The book sold 65,000 hard copies in its first week on sale, according to NPD Book Scan. After explosive reports were published recently in the New York Times and the New York and the New Yorker detailing the allegations of sexual harassment, abuse, and assault against Mr. Weinstein, there were immediately signs that Weinstein Company's imprint might be in trouble. The Morning Joe co-host Micah Bresninski said that she would pull out of her three-book deal with Weinstein Books unless the company reckoned seriously with the allegations. I want to know that this company does not embrace sexual abusers, sexual harassers, she said on Monday on Morning Joe. And I want to have a conversation with them before I move forward because this is one step. Step two is having a wider conversation about the culture and an organization that, of course, starts at the top. I'm still not seeing what year that this article was written. I don't know why it's not telling me. Let me see if I can go all the way down. Is this the recent article? It doesn't... Oh, 2017. That's up in the... Um, 10-2-2017. is what that, the um, date says. And it's, and it's uh, a New York Times.com uh, article. And the date for the article is in the address. So if you type this up and you go and look for the article... Weinstein Books is Shuttered by Hatchet Book Group. Um, find that article and you'll see the date in the address. So this was article was created in 2017. That's interesting. Um, that's interesting that Bill published the book through Weinstein Books. That's really fascinating. And a lot of people are buying that book. And that came... And Weinstein Books published it. So, ooh. It's some shit going on. 
Aside from working for... Yeah, okay, Weinstein Books. Uh, here's what you need to know about the two bodyguards and their experiences with the King of Pop. They wrote the book because they thought Mike... They thought Jackson fans should know about his personal side. Alright, so for them to say that is utterly ridiculous. Because Michael told us and talked about his life and said all that we needed to know. We didn't need to know anything else. Um, And everything that was written in this book was given by his perspective and Javon's perspectives. It wasn't Michael's. And a lot of y'all out here go and you read these books and you take them chapter verse by this is what Michael would have said or would have done or whatever. You take it as if this is actually Michael saying this shit. And it's this guy here. I'm trying to find out how long he's worked for Michael. So I'm going to just read this and commentate on and, and, and give my opinion. Beard and Whitfield told the MJ Community fan site, and I don't like MJJ Community. I don't like them. They're very suspect, and they do a lot of shit that um, is suspect. Uh, fan site that they wrote the book to give Jackson fans a better picture of the King of Pop's final days. The two worked for Jackson during the last two and a half years of his life. There we go. That's what I was trying to find. They worked for Michael for only two and a half years of his life, but they can make a whole ass movie and write a book. How do they have so much fucking information on Michael? That they can just, they're making shit up and they're fucking doing it for entertainment purposes and to make a living. And that's it. If you're a Michael Jackson fan, and supporter you deserve to know him more on a personal side not just who he was but what the what he endured as a man as as a father the two told mjj community you deserve a true account from those that were there not from those who can only repeat what they heard secondhand that's what you're doing you're repeating what you hear secondhand how do you know enough about a man to sit up and write an entire book about him after only two and a half years? You barely get to know somebody. That's so sickening. They explained that they did struggle over the eye. You should not have ever written that fucking book. You should have kept your fucking mouth shut of writing the book in the first place because they knew Jackson Duck does have the right to privacy, but they just decided that they had an obligation. Obligation to fans for fucking what? So you can make a dollar. That's why. You sold out your employer for a fucking dollar. Mr. Jackson had been robbed of the opportunity to tell his own story and the children were too young to really know what a lot of a lot of what was going on at the time. That leaves us. Let me see when these niggas. What year? Two, the last two and a half years of his life. So it was basically 2006 somewhere at the end at the middle of 2006. They were hired. So, when was BG born? BG is 21 now. BG was born in two. Okay, so BG was born when they were with Michael too. Of course, of course they were. Because 
if they worked for Michael two and a half years before 2009, that would make them... BG was about four. But Prince and Paris was old enough to know what the fuck was going on, though. They... This... this ooh-wee. Um... Because they were the only ones who can. The last two and a half years of Michael's life does not provide you with enough information to give to fans about what really happened to Michael. And they don't really get down and take responsibility for being there when this man was murdered. If they were so fucking great, they, they, ooh, we, okay. Okay. Mr. Jackson had been robbed of the opportunity to tell his own story and the children were too young to really know a lot of what was going on at the time. That leaves us. The two said in 2014. So they took that excuse and they used it so that they can make money. Okay. If the world ever wants to fully understand what happened to this beloved and incredible man, this is a story that needs to be told. We already know how Michael Jackson died. Our aim is to help people understand why. You ain't helping shit but your pockets. That's it. That's all you helping is your pockets. Whitfield says they once smuggled Jackson out of a hotel on a room service trolley. I don't even want to read the rest of this fucking article. They were both huge Michael Jackson fans, which made them more loyal. That's... Nah, y'all not loyal. Jackson was so broke before his death that Whitfield had to pay... What? What purpose? Why do we need to know that? Why the fuck do we need to know that, Bill? So fucking... These... You know what? I am a firm believer that these people out here doing this shit to Michael and saying this stuff, they're out here to make money and something is wrong with them mentally. They are off. These people are off. They have found a community where they can they can gain acceptance and notoriety and make money all at the same time. So they have found a way to justify their bullshit. And that's it. That's that's exactly how I see this. They found a way to justify their bullshit. And anybody that has something to say about these vultures, we're always wrong. We take stuff the wrong way. We don't see it in their eyes. We do, we're not really looking at it the right way. You know, it's, it's always these excuses when you call people out like this. You know, you got Danny Oliver, you got Bill Whitfield, you have Charles Thompson, you got MJ Cass, you have MJJ Community, you have The Detail, you have all of these people out here talking about how much they love Michael, but they go and do these kinds of things to him. Right in his kids' faces. Like... It's incredible to me what these people do out here. It's incredible to me. I just, I don't, and I'm not going to sit down on talking about this. I I don't, I choose my battles wisely and I'm not going to fucking stop talking about it. 
This is a subject matter that's meant for me to talk about, and I'm going to fucking talk about it. I'm going to call these niggas out. There are a couple of sellouts. There are a couple of fucking coons who used Weinstein books to publish their book. Remember that shit. You guys take care. Thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting me. Always love on Michael. Always want the best for Michael. Don't sit down on him. Take care, guys.